The first step to planning your Ireland vacation is deciding when to visit. Today we're going to go through all of the options to help you decide the best time for your trip to Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today we are talking about when is the best time to visit Ireland. Now this is part of my Planning Your Ireland Vacation podcast series. So if you want to get something that will help you with your planning, I want you to keep in mind my Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal. This is um, a booklet, 58 pages, follows the exact steps that I'm going to be outlining in this series. And those are the steps that I use when I plan my own Ireland vacations and tours. It has four sections, planning, itinerary, travel tips, and journal. And they lead you through all the steps that we're going to be talking about. You'll find easy to use worksheets, loads of advice, and fun journaling prompts to help you remember your magical Ireland vacation. To get the journal, visit irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash Ireland planner and use code podcast 10 to save 10%. Now let's jump right into when is the best time to visit Ireland. I'm going to start with a disclaimer that I don't think there's a bad time to visit Ireland. I have been in the spring. I've been in the winter. I've been in January. Um, I've been in the summer. I've been in the shoulder seasons. Just really, there's no bad time to visit Ireland. You just have to keep in mind your vacation goals and what you expect from your trip. So when you're planning your Ireland vacation, it's really dependent on two things, your own schedule. Um, and that means, uh, you know, does anybody have to go to school or are there any family weddings, birthdays, things like that, anniversaries that you can't miss? What experiences do you want to have? So your schedule and your experiences kind of determine when you will visit Ireland, when it's the best time for you. Now, a lot of people will ask me, what is the best month to go to Ireland? And my opinion is September. And I will cover that here in a few minutes, but it just comes down to the fact that you still have great weather, but the crowds aren't quite as busy as summer. But again, I'll go into that more in just a couple of minutes. What I want to do is break down um, your Ireland travel month by month, kind of what you can expect when you visit during each of these months. Now, I think that January, in all honesty, January is my favorite month to visit Dublin. I think it is the perfect time to visit cities in Ireland. Prices for airfare and accommodations are fewer. The crowds are minimal. And if you don't want to drive, you don't have to. You don't need a car in Dublin City. And if you want to go to Cork or Kilkenny, um, to Galway, you just get on the train and explore those cities on foot. So I think that January is a perfect time for city explorations. Another bonus with that is that most attractions and tours in the cities are open year round. You're not going to, um, to find things closed because people still visit the cities. So 
that's that's kind of a bonus, especially for January. Um, and shorter days mean longer nights, and longer nights means the pubs are lively. So I think January is a terrific time to visit. Now, February is the cheapest month that you can fly to Ireland. Um, but in my experience, February also has the harshest weather of any month. That's when you've kind of got that change from winter to spring happening. You've got storms coming in off the Atlantic. So if you do travel in February, you want to really be sure that you're packing for that harsh weather. But much like January, February is a great time to focus on the cities. Now, March gets a big tourism boost with St. Patrick's Day. You're going to find that the rural areas are starting to get their tourism offerings kicked off around St. Patrick's Day. Things start to pick up all over the country and places that may have had limited offerings or um, just were closed will start to reopen in March. Now, the cities, especially Dublin, absolutely crazy <laughs> in, um, in March for St. Patrick's Day. So it's probably not the best time to go if you want a quieter trip or a time when there aren't um, quite so many tourists mobbing the areas, but um, that is kind of when things start to pick up. Now, April gets a little quieter when the people from, you know, the revelers from St. Patrick's Day have uh, left Ireland and we're right before that shoulder season of May when tourism starts to climb again. So April's a great time to visit. You do want to keep an eye on the weather, make sure you're packing in layers, bring some nice waterproof or water re resistant uh, boots and a rain jacket because you will definitely need it in April. Now, May begins the shoulder season and tourism starts to rise for the summer. Temperatures remain pretty consistent, mid to high 60s Fahrenheit, and the days start to get a little longer, giving you more time to explore. June begins the busy summer season because schools in America end beginning to mid-June, and that's when families start to travel to Ireland. You're going to find the streets in Dublin and Galway starting to um, fill with crowds. Prices on everything from airfare to accommodations and car rental are starting to rise in June. The weather can be really pleasant, but still you are going to have days when it's cold and rainy um, and windy. So as always, pack accordingly for Ireland, and that means layers. July and August are the high season for Irish tourism. School is out in Ireland and across Europe, so this is when families tend to visit Ireland. The most popular destinations in Ireland are going to be busy. There will be lines, there will be crowds. Um, so just you know, keep that in mind, especially in places like Dublin, Killarney, Dingle, the Ring of Kerry, uh, Doolin, Galway, basically places that that everybody knows about and kind of has at the top of their must-see list. Now, the good news about visiting Ireland in the summer months is that the daylight hours are incredibly long. The sun rises before 5 a.m., it sets after 10 p.m., and then you have hours of twilight after that. So if you want to see as much as possible while you're in Ireland, this is your best opportunity. You also want to remember that while these are Ireland's warmest months, the temperature doesn't usually rise above 70, 75 degrees Fahrenheit 
even in the summer. Ireland is a very temperate climate. It doesn't get too hot usually, it doesn't get too cold usually. Um, so in my opinion, it's just right. Now, as I said earlier, September is my favorite month to visit Ireland. Crowds have diminished, the days are still long, and I have only ever had amazing weather in September. Attractions are all still open and you'll be able to still enjoy the beautiful gardens and the bright flowers across the country. Now in October, shoulder season is starting to kind of droop down toward, toward winter, um, cooler days. So you'll want to make sure you have, you know, jackets, you might end up wanting some mittens um, and a hat depending on what you're used to at home. Temperatures hover around the mid 50s, the days start to get a little shorter um, and the harvest is in full swing. So you're going to find plenty of festivals that lead up to Samhain. Uh, Samhain is the Celtic festival that has the roots of Halloween. So if you love Halloween, visit Ireland. At the end of October, the festivals are incredible. Into November, you have shorter days, the air's a bit more crisp, but my experience with November vacations in Ireland have been incredibly positive. The days are still sunny, even if they are a bit more brisk. Um, the, you know, nights are, you know, nights are getting a little longer, days are getting a little shorter, uh, but sitting by a fire with some great, you know, Irish stew, fish and chips, can't be beat. Uh, some attractions, especially in the smaller rural areas, are starting to close in November. They just don't keep enough visitors um, coming through to stay open all year. And, you know, it's slower. So you want to check those. But busier locations, uh, popular tourist spots do remain open pretty much year round. And finally, uh, we're heading into December. Now, mid to late November is when you start to have uh, Christmas markets pop up across Ireland. So the cities, Killarney, Dublin, Waterford, Galway, Cork, they're all going to have something going on. The streets get lined with lights and it's a beautiful, beautiful time to visit. Uh, again, this is a really nice time to visit the cities or if you like luxury, but you don't like the luxury prices, um, look to December before Christmas, January and February for those really incredible castle stays. Um, the weather in December starts to get chilly, get more wet. So layers, wool socks, water resistant, you know, caps, things like that. You're really going to want to make sure you pack those. If you are visiting Ireland over the Christmas holiday, you want to remember that many attractions, accommodations, and even restaurants do close at that time. So this is a time when booking is essential. You're not likely to come across a hotel with, um, with availability or B&Bs in the countryside that are open and you can just walk up. You really have to make sure that you are planning in advance for any Christmas travel you do in Ireland. Moving into things that are a little more area specific. So if you have kind of a mindset of what you want to do in Ireland, we're going to touch on those areas and what you know, kind of what time of year is the best to visit them. As I said at the very beginning, I think Dublin is ideal in January. It's more quiet, 
the prices are lower, you're going to get a really great hotel at a really great rate. And you have a couple of things that happen um, in Dublin during the year. In January, you have Temple Bar Tradfest, so perfect time to visit. It's really great if you love Irish music. Now, if you are a fan of James Joyce, you want your time in Dublin to coincide with Bloomsday, which is June 16th. Um, and again, if you like Joyce, you know that that is the date that is depicted in Ulysses and the, rec the recreations and things like that that happen across Dublin are really fun. Just be sure to uh, bring a costume. Now, the sunny south of Ireland, so we're talking basically anything between that line between Galway and Dublin South. It, within that, you have some of the most popular destinations in Ireland, the Cliffs of Moher, the Rock of Cashel, the Ring of Kerry, Bunratty Castle, Dingle Peninsula, uh, even Cork, Waterford, those kind of places all lie within this sunny south. And it's called the sunny south because the warm waters of the Gulf Stream keep it a bit more tropical than you might expect. Now, I'm not saying, you know, coconuts and palm trees, but it's still a little warmer, especially in the southeast. Um, they just don't get the brunt of the weather coming off of the ocean. So I recommend the sunny south in the shoulder seasons, September through mid-November, April, May. I think it's an ideal time to visit. The crowds are still lower than you'll find during the high season, and the weather is perfect. Now, if you want to visit the Wild Atlantic Way, which is that western coast of Ireland, and the central part of Ireland, you're going to want to probably visit during that high season. The reason for that is some of the attractions um, that you're going to want to do are only open during good weather. So I'm thinking about uh, visiting the Aran Islands or a boat ride at the base of the Cliffs of Moher. Those um, those are very weather dependent. The, the ferries just won't run if the weather's bad, if the ocean is too choppy. And, you know, they start depending on the weather, you know, mid to late March and they end in, uh, you know, late September, early October. So think about that kind of activity. If you want to be on or in the water, you really need to be traveling more in the high season, a little bit in the shoulder season. Also, uh, you're going to find a lot of other terrific outdoor activities uh, like hiking and cycling, things like that. Just better when the weather's nice, right? <laughs> now, for Northern Ireland and Donegal, the Ulster region, um, they've really become a lot more popular after Game of Thrones, Titanic, things like that have, have brought really a lot of crowds during the high season. Again, this is a spot that I like during the shoulder season months, May, June, September, October. The days are a little cooler, but the crowds are thinner. So there you have it. That is kind of my rundown of when is the best time to visit Ireland. I know that it probably maybe wasn't exactly <laughs> what you were expecting, but I think that it's really good advice to take into account when you are considering when is the best time for you to visit Ireland. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, 
or your favorite podcast app. If you can't leave a review on that app, you can leave a review at the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words. Questions or comments are always taken at my email address, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, Slangafol. Thank you.